Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Rundown, where we talk about 2A news and conservative views. I will be your host today, Craig Deleuze, coming at you from the West Coast, the Left Coast, behind the Iron Curtain, otherwise known as the Sierras. And today is Throat Punch Thursday. That's right, we're going to be talking about controversial issues. We're supposed to have a guest on, but, you know, I'm still kind of wondering where my, where my co-host is. In any case, no worries. You're here, and that's all that really matters. So here's the deal. If you want to comment, if you got something that you want to say, you want to comment on uh, something that we're conversating on, if you want to debate with a brother, just, hey, put it in the chat. However you're watching, however you're partaking. Once again, obviously, if you're partaking live. Uh, by the way, for those of you who do not know, this program is live, all right? So it's live Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern. So if you're watching this show then, if you're watching us on any myriad of ways, whether it's OpsLens or you're watching us on uh, Twitter or on YouTube or on Rumble or on uh, Facebook, uh, feel free to comment and we'll see your comments. And uh, if we find, find it to be something interesting, we'll mention it on the air. Um, now, if you're obviously listening to the program via one of the podcasts or if you're watching us on Spotify, it's you know, kind of pre-recorded, so or it's been recorded. So obviously, we're not going to be able to comment to you, but feel free to leave a comment anyway. And who knows if it's good enough or if it's interesting enough, we'll comment on it in the next program. All right, uh, let's go ahead and get into today's program. Uh, and let's start though by giving a quick shout out to our sponsors. We're going to go ahead and start there with Hitman Industries. Uh, if you're looking for rifle or pistol length barrels. Uh, let me tell you, there you are the place to call. Check them out. It's hitmanindustries.net. And by the way, soon to come, Glock barrels. Keep an eye on them. Once again, that's hitmanindustries.net. Then you've got the California Republican Assembly. Uh, Ronald Reagan referred to this organization as the conscience of the Republican Party. Uh, they work to help uh, movement conservatives uh, from all levels, whether it's school board all the way up to president of the United States. It is the largest and fastest growing conservative grassroots organization in the state of California. Check them out at CRAGOP.org. Uh, if you want to be a part of California's future today, join CRA. And then we've got Hog Holsters, H A W G Holsters.com. Uh, that means helping Americans wear guns. Now, if you're looking for an inside the waistband, outside the waistband, tactical, or just concealed carry holster, they've got what you need. I don't care what your setup looks like, what kind of optical you have, what kind of light. Trust me, I'm sure they can find a setup that will work for you, a whole, a, 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 both a comfortable and an effective holster that'll work for you. So go to hogholsters.com. Make sure you use the discount code THERUNDOWN, all caps, no spaces, and uh, you'll get a discount on your purchase there. And then finally, if you're looking for any sort of an outdoor gear, camping gear, tactical gear, you know, pretty much all the tactical stuff you need other than the gun, uh, the place to go is uscombatgear.com. Veteran owned and operated. Uh, they've got great prices. They've got fast shipping and a huge selection. Check them out today. All right, let's move on into today's program, shall we? Uh, we're going to go ahead and start here. This first one, we're going to start by talking about the Second Amendment because a lot of people don't realize this. And people want you to believe that uh, Americans really are anti-gun. Americans don't believe in the fundamental right to keep and bear arms. Well, uh, that's just not true. There's actually a poll that is out. And in this poll, they demonstrate that uh, 
almost, it says here, almost two-thirds of Americans either own a gun or would buy a gun, meaning they either want one or they, you know, they either want one or they want to, they either have one or they want one. And if you look here, and first of all, it gives, gives kind of the top reasons, and obviously 72% want or own a firearm for protection, right? So when people bring up hunting or sports shooting or collecting, yeah, no, that's not what guns are about. It's really, number one, first and foremost, about the fundamental right to keep and bear arms or the human right of self-defense. It says here, nearly two-thirds of U.S. adults said they rather own a firearm or could see, or said they either own a firearm or could see themselves buying one in the future, according to a new Pew Research survey. What matters? An increase in gun violence as a public health concern hasn't made firearms less desirable. Almost half of non-gun owners in the survey said they see themselves purchasing a firearm. By the numbers, 32% of respondents said they own a gun, which is up 2% from, the, from surveys Pew conducted in 2021 and 2017. Nearly three-quarters of of nearly 5,000 people polled said protection was the primary reason they own a firearm. Just 32%, just, I'm sorry, just 32% and 30% said their ownership was mainly for hunting or sporting, respectively. Uh, zoom in. Gun ownership wa was most common among adults 50 years and older, and it is lowest for adults between the ages of 18 to 29. Now, Let's talk a little bit about why that is. Okay, first of all, um, if you are under the age of 21, in in nationally, you're not allowed to purchase a handgun. So you can't purchase a handgun uh, federally if you're under the age of 21. And then now in some states, you cannot even purchase a long gun uh, if you are, or a rifle, basically, if you are under the age of 21. So naturally... It would be it would be younger. You would think that they probably would have pulled people 21 and over instead of 18 and over, because uh, that really kind of skews the numbers. The other thing is is that especially if you're talking about well multiple either molding multiple firearms or owning a higher quality firearm, sometimes it's a matter of cost, and uh, younger people tend not to have the sort of disposable income that it takes to own a firearm. Be partially because ammunition has gotten really expensive. Firearms themselves have gotten very expensive. So sometimes it's a matter of, uh, of, of the ability to be able to afford one. I myself did not purchase a firearm until I was in my 40s. So if, if, you, if, you want to give you, if you want to give it a perspective, or it was early 40s, but I was in my 40s when I purchased my first firearm. All that is to say is that people want you to believe that the increase in gun violence... Uh, is turning people against guns, and it's not. What's happening is is that people are realizing that there are a lot of bad people out there. When you look at the increase in violent crime across the board, right? I'm talking robbery. I'm talking rape. I'm talking assault, assault with a deadly weapon. I'm talking murder. I mean, in all of these cases, crime has gone up largely over the last few years. It's largely gone up because of the Democrats' desire to decriminalize crime and, despite what they claim, letting violent criminals out on the streets. People are realizing, and then, by the way, at the same time, they're telling the cops, you can't do your job. If you do your job, you might lose your job or you might lose your freedom or you might lose your pension, uh, once again, for simply doing your job. So what you're seeing is the Ferguson effect 
and law enforcement is basically they're they're coming up and they're mopping up and they're doing their investigations, but they're not doing much to intercede in crime in the inactive crimes. So guess what? That means the people, it means you and me, are left to our own devices. We are left to defend ourselves. And many people are like, well, let's see. Hmm. If the bad guys have guns, maybe it makes sense for me to have a gun. And that's what's happening. That's what you're starting to see there. Uh, in, and once again, in most of those cases, uh, you're starting to see people who are just deciding, you know what? I guess I'm just going to, I, I, if I'm going to defend myself, if I'm going to be in a position where I have to defend myself, well, let me be in the best position to be able to do that. And that's what's happening. So um, no mystery here. No mystery at all. No mystery in my mind, to say the least, uh, to say the very least. I, I don't see this as being a very big mystery. Uh, but once again, I want you to know, if you are a firearm owner, if you believe in the Second Amendment, you are not alone. That's why this is important. Now, some of these folks need to be educated. because Some of these folks are probably, you know, they're, they're Second Amendment buts, meaning some of them are probably people who, yeah, I believe in the Second Amendment, but meaning they don't mind the rights. They don't mind people's rights being restricted. They don't mind even their own rights being restricted because, well, I don't want that firearm part or I'm not like that person. So therefore, we can restrict their rights. Just don't respect, restrict my rights because I'm a good person. I'm one of the better people in this world. Anyway, that's what they'll, that's what they'll have you think anyway. All right, let's see here. Moving right along to our next story. And this one comes from the, from the San Francisco Bay Area. So this is probably no surprise. Um, this actually is from the East Bay, which is my neck of the woods where I grew up. Uh, this is from Concord High School. Now, they are looking to replace their mascot. And you're going to ask yourself, you're going to be like, okay, is this another one of those politically correct things? Yes, this is very much one of those uh, politically correct things where they're trying to, uh, well, well, they're trying to be politically correct. So here it is. You have district board adopts a resolution to change a Concord High School mascot. After years of after years of discussion, Concord High School is finally changing the name of its mascot. In a four to one vote, Mount Diablo Unified School District Board voted Wednesday night to approve a recommendation to change the Concord High mascot from the Minutemen to the Bears. They believe it's a move in the right direction, while some community members believe it's unnecessary. Uh, here you have a, a tweet here, board resolution. I'll have to re have reaction. Uh, he has reaction. Anyway, prior to the vote, some board members expressed why they were in favor of the change. If changing a mascot will make students feel welcomed, embraced, and empower them uh, to participate more in the school, then I support this, said Mount Diablo Unified School District board member Linda Mayo. The discussion began a year ago after a student committee at Concord High was formed to change the name after the school decided to replace human mask school decided to replace human mascots with non-human mascots. So they're discriminating against humans. They're racists. That's what's going on here. The committee expressed some concerns about the mascot, including the portrayal of a Minuteman showcasing a firearm. But after months of discussion and meetings, the final vote by students decided to go on bears. But Concord High School alum uh, of Matthew Matthew Dasher claims the committee wasn't inclusive of students like himself who wanted to keep the Minutemen as a mascot. He says the committee never provided as an option. 
before the big school board decision decisions like this go and talk to students on campus and see what students think. So here's what you've got. You've got some students who are probably part of student government. So you, what you've got here is, is you've got liberal woke student student government uh, taking its lead from liberal woke uh, state government and federal government uh, and then, you know, being supported by liberal woke district government, never really ever actually talking to the people. They never really included, they never really said, they probably never really included alumni. They probably never really included a poll of the students to see what the students overall thought or even what the alumni overall thought. They thought because, number one, it includes a gun. Oh, wow. Well, first of all, why are you getting away from human mascots? That's, that, that's question number one. So you're saying that honoring or recognizing, being known as a Minuteman, as, someone, as, as the individuals who stood up, who were the front line of defense for this nation in its founding, you're saying that that's not something that you'd rather be a bear? Really? Really? I, I'm sorry. I think this is speciesist. I, species, I think this is racist. I think this is they're being bigoted against the human race, number one. Number, because they, I guess they're saying they're trying to get away from human mascots, which, once again, they never really offer a reason why they're doing this. But then on top of it, um, you, you want to go and get the, then they say, well, there's a problem because if it'll make people feel more welcome. So why doesn't a minute man make them feel more welcome? Because it's, because it's a white man? Is that what you're saying? Because the minute man? which we're probably, I'm going to, I'm just going to guess based on the time and the timing and who lived in the, uh, the, the new world or the, uh, new England at the time, I'm guessing that they were mostly white. So it's because it's a white man or because, <coughs> excuse me, it's a white man with a gun, a white man. And that's once again, goes back to the whole, well, but guns are mean and evil. Well, l- let's just be clear. If it were not for guns, uh, we would probably still be a territory of dear old England and we would still be paying honor to the crown. If it were not for guns, uh, we would probably all be speaking, I don't know, Russian <laughs> by now. We would probably be speaking German by now if it were not for uh, Americans with firearms. I, I, I just, for the life of me, I do not understand the idiocy of this. But I also think that, uh, but but this is what happens when you allow things like DEI and critical race theory and all of this Marxist, or sorry, neo-Marxist BS. Because that's, by the way, that's what the social justice, social justice theory is. It is postmodernism, or rather better termed neo-Marxism, right? Or cultural Marxism. You can call it cultural Marxism if you want. But the facts, fact is, it's Marxism. It's about tearing down systems it's about tearing down tradition it's about tearing down history and then uh, so that you can tear down the institutions uh and then like i said as like i've always said and then out of the ashes will rise something new and better i guess they don't really say and better but they lead you to believe that it'll in fact be better but you know like i said once again say it again didn't work for mal didn't work for stalin didn't work for Lenin. Didn't work for Mussolini. Didn't work for Fidel Castro. Didn't work for Hugo Chavez. Not saying. Just saying. But hey, you know what? 
I'm sure the liberals, the new neo-Marxists here in California, the social justice warriors, I'll bet you anything, they're smart enough. If anybody is smart enough to actually make it work in their own minds, they most definitely are capable of making it work. Speaking about smart enough in their own minds, uh, y'all are going to love this one. All right. So Donald Trump is, uh, (laughs) let's just put it this way. Uh, he's talking about those who have, have, uh, uh, who, those who have attempted, those who are attempting to rig the election by indicting him. He's referred to them as riggers. And, uh, you have some folks who are claiming that, well, that sounds too much like another racist word. Check it out. Racial accusation Keith Boykin uh, was making there that the the use of the word rigor uh, is not uh, unintentional. Mr. President, uh, Mr. Trump, President Trump has certainly been accused of racist language before. Right. With Trump, you don't need to look for a dog whistle. It's it's a bullhorn uh, when it comes to to race. And I I do think that's deliberate. We've seen the, I mean, slanderous attacks that he's he's uh, put out against uh, Fonnie Willis, you know, alleged things I won't even repeat. So he's not really hiding um, that he's going to lean into that element. And this is, you know, taking place just outside of Atlanta. When you saw the courtroom, it was a lot of black men and women who were serving in that courtroom. The fact that he's introducing race into this prosecution surprises me. It's disgusting. It's textbook Donald Trump, but it comes as no surprise. Wow. Okay. So let's see. If you are rigging an election, and that's really what this is all about, because keep in mind, the district attorney wants to start the trial the day before the Super Tuesday, the day before Super Tuesday in the primary elections right? She's had the opportunity to do this for two years, two and a half years. And all of a sudden now she's trying to push a trial that's going to happen on Super Tuesday. I'm sorry. That's not a coincidence. That's not a coincidence. A partisan DA who hates the president, right? So number one, let's be clear. If you're going to rig an election, that's exactly what she's attempting to do. That makes you an election rigger. Now, if you don't like that it rhymes with another word, you know what? That just sounds like your own personal pet peeve, right? Right? I'm sorry. It just does. But I'll tell you what. If that word is so offensive, why don't you tell all your fellow, all, all of your, 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 your rappers, you know, all of the brothers, all the hip-hop folks that are there down in Atlanta in ATL? Who dropped that word every other word? Oh, oh, you don't want to hear that. When they say it, it doesn't offend you. When, let me, dare, dare I say it, dare I say it? When black people say it, it doesn't offend you. It's not an offensive word. But when a white person uses a word that, has, that is not the same word, but it even sounds like, it, it rhymes with that word, all of a sudden now they are racists. What is wrong with you people? And yeah, I said you people. I know what's wrong with you. The problem is, is you don't have logic on your side. You don't have facts on your side. In this case, you don't even really have the law on your side. So all you have is moral outrage. That's all you have. And where there is not real moral outrage, you have to fake it. And the easiest way to fake it is by calling somebody racist. What I love about this is, 
Nobody had any problem with Donald Trump. No black folks had, Don, had issues with Donald Trump as long as he was handing out awards and handing out money to folks like Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton and Muhammad Ali and all y'all. Y'all didn't have any problem with it. When he was helping out Democrats, you, he, you, you couldn't have loved you Donald Trump anymore. But now he's a Republican. Since he's a Republican, well, therefore, now Donald Trump, is because he's not doing what you want, he's now racist. Well, let me just hit you to something. If you call everything racist, guess what that means? It means nothing is racist. It means I, people who really do care about incidences of racism and racial discrimination in this country will not take you seriously. They can't take you seriously. Because when a real incident comes up, all we know is, is you can't, you kept using your racist dog whistle. And that's exactly what it is. That's exactly what that commentator over there on CNN did. Is that that's a, Calling someone a racist is, in fact, a dog whistle. It says, you don't have to listen to, just listen to me, don't listen to them because they are a racist. With no evidence or anything. I'm serious. When people do stuff like this, when media commentators say stuff like this, you ought to be able to sue them. Period. Because that is defamatory. Where's the evidence? Let's see the evidence that Donald Trump is racist. I would love to see it. Because I'm sure there's plenty enough evidence that shows that he's not. I'm, there's plenty of evidence. And by the way, I deal with this all the time. I get people all the time. We talk about racist and Donald Trump is racist and racist and racist. And even when Donald Trump isn't even part of the conversation, they want to bring up Donald Trump is racist. No one mentioned Donald Trump. No one said his name. Why are you talking about him? Because it's all they've got. It really honestly, truly is all they have. And that's, you know, that's the, the probably the biggest benefit if Donald Trump were not to be the nominee. The biggest benefit uh, in this whole debate would be uh, they wouldn't have Donald Trump. They, they wouldn't have Donald Trump to beat up on. I mean, what would they do? Would they call... Would they call, if Nick, if it were Nikki Haley were the nominee, would they call her, oh, well, you know, Donald Trumpet, right? Or would they call, uh, would they call uh, 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 Tim Scott, would they say, oh, well, you know, Donald Trump in blackface, uh, you know, like they called, uh, like they called Larry Elder, the, you know, uh, white, uh, what do they call it, white supremacy, the black face of white supremacy. See, that's the sort of crap that Democrats say and get away with. They say it and they get away with it. A person in a gorilla mask threw an egg at Larry Elder, a black man who was running for governor, a black Republican who was running for governor in California. And you didn't have the, the black civil rights folks, the, the liberal left-wing media said nothing. Think about that. And a monkey mask threw an egg at a gubernatorial candidate. And they had nothing to say. They had absolutely nothing to say. That is shameful. CNN, you are shameful for allowing a commentator to come on and make such a blatantly false and, quite frankly, racist statement. I, I, I feel no problem. I feel no problem saying it's racist. It's racist. And by the way, just so y'all know, one of the reasons why I say it's racist is because y'all think black people are stupid enough to fall for your shenanigans. You think that they're stupid enough to fall for every time you call someone a racist, they're going to be like, well, I'm sure he's racist because CNN said he was. I'll bet you. I'll bet you you think that. Let me tell you, if, if, you are, if you're black and you're watching this program, 
right? And you, 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 you're not a tradition. You're a traditionally Democrat voter. Let me tell you something. They don't respect you. They don't. They may came, claim to care about you. They may care about you. But trust me, it is a paternalistic, oh, well, they don't believe that you are capable of taking care of yourself. They don't believe you are capable of making decisions for yourself. They honestly do not believe that. That's why they want the government to make those decisions for you. That's it. They want CNN to think for you. They want the government to make decisions for you and to control your money and your resources. All right. Okay, moving on to our next topic. Oh, say it loud. Uh, Joe Biden, it's the funniest thing because I've noticed that during his speeches, sometimes it's like he feels like if I just yell, then he either yells or whispers. And he somehow seems to think that that's making his point. And here's a great example when he talks about, uh, when he challenges folks to to name one thing that the U.S. has set out to accomplish that that it's failed. Check it out. Let me tell you, let me tell you, they're telling us America's failing, failing. They're dead wrong. They're dead wrong. America isn't failing. America's winning. And I've said a thousand times. I've said a thousand times. A thousand times. There is no quit in America. Name me a single objective we've ever set out to accomplish that we've failed on. Name me one in all of our history. Not one. It's never been a good bet to bet against America. And it's still not a good bet today. This is still a country that believes in honesty, decency, and integrity. We're still a country that believes in hard work. We're still a country that believes in each and every one of us is created equal. We've never fully lived up to it. We've never walked away from it. All right, Mr. President. Well, let me, let me challenge you on that. Number one, uh, people don't think, believe that America's failing. They believe that you are failing. And when they talk about America's failures, what they're pointing to, Mr. President, are your failures. They're talking about, oh, let's see, the pullout of Afghanistan. That's right, the pullout of Afghanistan, where 13 American service members died because of your incompetence. Because of you and the military leaders you put in place, their incompetence, your inc- no, let me clarify. They gave you advice on how to do it. You chose to ignore it. That is where you failed, Mr. President. How about energy independence? When you took the, when you took the oath of office, the United States of America was, was uh, we were net exporters of oil, of oil and energy. Now, we not only are net importers, we have to go to OPEC and beg them. Yes, I said beg them. Right? I would say you got down on your knees, but you, you obviously you're too old to be getting down on your knees. The only way you get down on your knees is when you're falling up stairs. That's when you fall down on your that's when you get down on your knees. But you had to beg them to produce more oil in order to bring down the cost of oil. And they told you, Mr. President, to go jump in a lake. Yeah, that's you, right? How about bringing an end to the war in Iraq? You talked about how we were going to support Iraq and da 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 I mean, not Iraq, the war in Ukraine. Well, we're going to support them and we're going to... So far, we've spent, what, $700 billion in Ukraine? And we don't even have any real idea where most of that money is or really have any accounting of where any of those resources went? 
It, we don't even really have an objective. We don't know what our objective is. So I guess technically you could say, how are we losing in how are we losing in Ukraine when we don't even know what the goal is? Not knowing what the goal is is a failure unto itself, Mr. President. How about securing our southern border? How about that? Did you stop to think about that? We have people pouring across our border. Every year we are breaking records of people who are coming from all over the world. They may be coming through Mexico, but they're coming from all over the world because they know you are weak and feckless and do not believe in enforcing our laws. How about crime? Right? Uh, right? On a national scale, the Democratic Party in every major city is failing their citizens. Crime in just about every category is up. Petty crime, property crime, violent crime, murder, all up. And once again, Mr. President, I will say, no one is saying that America is failing. Mr. President, they are saying that you are failing America. And you need to own it. Oh, did I forget Bidenomics? Oh, that's right. I forgot. Maybe because I was caught up in all of the, the glee and jubilation surrounding the one-year anniversary of the Inflation Reduction Act, which does absolutely nothing to reduce inflation. Did I forget, did I forget to mention that? Did I forget the fact, to mention the fact that the average American is paying $700 a more, $700 a month more in bills, in groceries than they were before? Mr. President, that's you. That's you failing America. So do this. Clean out your ears so that you understand exactly what people are saying. Take you some ginkgo biloba so you will remember when these failings happen, who made the decisions that made them happen. Trust me, it was the only failure that America made was electing you as president. And that is that. Anyway, that's my two cents. I'm glad y'all uh, <laughs> glad y'all put up with my rant. Thank you. I appreciate you. Let me get let me get my rant on. Now we're gonna go ahead and move forward to our parting shots. Brought to you by Hog Holsters. Just go to hogholsters.com. Make sure you use the discount code The Rundown, all caps, no spaces, one word, and get your hog holster today. Let's see. Uh, well, this first one. Well, this first one kind of goes along with what Democrats believe. Now, and by the way, just so you know. Not all Democrats believe in socialism. Uh, they believe in bigger government, uh, which is a move towards socialism. Uh, but there are, trust me, there are plenty who actually do believe in socialism. Or at the very least, they may not believe in socialism, but they keep pushing socialist policies. Anyway, that's what this first one is. It's a little, it's a young, it's a young boy, you know, black and white picture of a young boy sitting next to his father. And he says, Dad, if socialism doesn't work, why do some people still support it? And Dad looks at him and says, because they don't work either, son. <laughs> That's called equity. If you want to know what if you want to know what socialism is, socialism, uh, equity is socialism. That's right. You're not worried about giving people equal opportunity so that there can be an equal outcome. All you care about is the equal outcome. So that means you're willing to take from the person who works and give to the person who doesn't. 
that's equity in their mind. All right, moving right along. All right, so you guys remember the uh, the uh, uh, January 6th committee destroyed all of their records. This is interesting. Failure to secure the same failure to secure failure to secure records. The same thing Smith is falsely charging Donald Trump with. It says here J6 committee failed to secure records. That's right. They basically got rid of all their records from all their interviews, all the depositions, uh, because, well, they're all now discoverable. Donald Trump now has the right to subpoena all of it. And the January 6th committee, in order to fight, in order to make sure that, uh, well, he can't really defend himself, they got rid of all the evidence. Interesting. Hmm. And then finally. Oh, this is an interesting one. So we've got... Uh, who is that? That's a, uh, uh, oh, what's this not? I'm trying to remember his name. Why can I not remember his name? Uh, he, okay, here we go. Okay, well, no wonder the thing is wrong because I've got the, hold on, I've got to fix this for you so that y'all, y'all can see it better. Here we go. Nope, a little bit more. There we go. There we go. That's Bill Gates. Anyway, here, here, this is a little bit better. All right, so you see here it says, Bill Gates regrets meeting with Jeffrey Epstein. 37 times yeah we know everybody knows who bill gates is everybody knows who jeffrey epstein is and we all know why that is funny <laughs> oh let's see here oh we it looks like we got some folks we got some folks here who are commenting over at OpsLens. we have cindy who said uh you wouldn't know joe you are the worst president ever i i gotta tell you i think that jimmy carter is probably dancing Dancing, dancing. I It was a blessing, I think, for Jimmy Carter because he got a chance to live long enough to see someone who was a worse president than him. Honestly, <laughs> that's hilarious. And Jay Driscoll, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, and I appreciate all the comments. I appreciate all of you who've tuned in. Uh, you know, you folks make my day. I, just, I will just tell you, it's uh, doing this program is, is some of the, the, the best fun that I have on the regular. All right, but with that, we're going to go ahead and uh, close it out. But before we do, we're going to give a quick shout-out to our sponsors. Start off with Hitman Industries. If you're looking for rifle or pistol caliber rifles, go to hitmanindustries.net. That's hitmanindustries.net. Become a part of California's future today. Join CRA. Then uh, get your hog holster at hogholster.com. Make sure you use discount code RUNDOWN. All caps, no spaces. Get your hog holster today. And finally, if you're looking for outdoor gear, camping gear, tactical gear, you name it, everything, earthing but the gun, go to uscombatgear.com. And with that, we will be, well, we're done for the day. We'll be back tomorrow for, uh, what's tomorrow? Oh, <laughs> it's free feedback. Are we doing feedback Friday or we doing freaky Friday or free for all Friday? I don't know. We'll probably figure it out when we get there. But in any case, we'll see you tomorrow. On Friday. Y'all take care. Have a good evening.